welcome to the Voice of Social Sales. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites, and I'm excited because I have two of my favorite people with me today that are killing it in the marketing world. You probably have heard of them a time or two. I've been with these guys on the shows and their shows before. Big welcome to Shred Media, Jason Frazier and Josh Pitts. Hello, guys. Thanks for joining today. What's up, What's Chelsea? Up? Thank you for having us. Yes, it was so <laughs> Sounds like you guys are like in SoCal, dude. Like you're bringing me back to my SoCal days. <laughs> I've been watching like Stranger Things and like season three and living for like the 80s remake of the mall. So I just had like a- Oh, it, now I know this is totally off topic, but tell me you don't, you wouldn't go to a mall that was absolutely in the 80s. Oh my gosh. That, it, would, be, that would be my favorite mall. Okay, I'm just I'm just saying this right now. And so if this happens, we said it first. I think this could be like a Shark Tank thing where we build nostalgia parks, like theme parks for adults. So oh. like go to Disneyland. What if we had like an epic like decade theme park for each person and it's like authentic? Yeah. The mall with the carpet and the orange Julius and like all of those things. And you actually had the clothing from the eighties. Oh my gosh, people would die, you guys, people would die. So I would pay, I would pay to go. Oh, uh, absolutely. Be back in the eighties. I would love it. So yeah. that's my big money idea. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I would, do, I was just talking with Tiffany about that is that I would absolutely go to a mall like that. Absolutely, because yeah. we were just excited. It would be cool because we were thinking we said the exact same thing. You walk in and the music playing is the old '80s like hits from that. Everything that you see is based off of that. You know, obviously the pricing is not going to be the '80s, but yeah. everything else will be exactly like you're walking in and with you know you would have like cds you'd have like a tower you know that yes. that type of thing or tapes obviously not well maybe a little bit cds but yeah, like tapes right? mark cuban yeah. kevin o'leary reach out to me now we're on yeah. shark thing let's make it happen guys make it happen totally listening absolutely let's go. they I'm totally sure. are they they listen to your <laughs> podcast so <laughs> i'm sure the sharks are listening and yeah taking note but yeah so if you guys haven't seen stranger things get on that now i actually talked to somebody yesterday who hadn't seen it and i was like where have you been it's amazing yeah. so um it's really good it's not like game of thrones because i didn't watch that i'm not <laughs> on that bandwagon. different vibe different but vibe you grew up in the 80s it's yep. totally worth watching if you love goonies any of those kind of like you know yep. anthem 80s types of things it's amazing so all right, speaking of the 80s, we're talking about our favorite 80s social media platform. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I say that with love. We're talking about LinkedIn, which gets such a bad rap because so many people have just not really gotten in there after they set up their profile 12 years ago and forgot yeah. their email address to, to log into. So I'm really excited because we're going to talk a little bit more about LinkedIn Live specifically, and we'll probably get off topic and talk about branding and all of those things too. Um, I was talking to these guys before I hit record and I'm really bummed. And if LinkedIn is listening to this, you guys, I do not have LinkedIn live. And so I am very bummed out by this. So I want, I want everybody to kind of know, number one, do they, how do they get it? Like, do how, what do they need to be looking out for? Because a lot of people are missing it. And let's like dive into like what you have to do. Is it just like Facebook live? Can you do it on your mobile device? All of those things. So tell me how you guys figured out you even had it. So LinkedIn Live is crazy. And what's what's interesting is I applied for LinkedIn Live probably seven months ago, just because I was doing so much Facebook Live. I had heard about LinkedIn Live, but I was like, you know, you can't just go like get it. Like you can't just do it from LinkedIn. So I went and applied for it. I actually ended up applying three different times. 
And I even went to the extent of, I reached out to the senior vice president of communications at LinkedIn. I won't drop her name. Um, but I ended up messaging her privately saying, Hey, I do a lot of LinkedIn or I do a lot of live on Facebook on these different platforms. I would love to be in it. Next thing I knew, Jason messaged me, Hey, I got LinkedIn live. And literally the next day I got it too. So because you know, Jason, and I feel that, like that's, that's what I say is like, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I know Jason Frazier. Anybody who knows Jason Frazier, you're going to get approved really quick. But if you haven't applied, if you're listening to this, you absolutely should. And we'll get into really why here in a minute. But to answer your question, it is not. And, and I guess just to be very, very clear and specify, like, it is not a simple platform to go live on. No. Like it's, it's not like you can't just pull up your phone or like a desktop and just go live. Like you have to use a third party tool or service to actually be able to go live. And if you've been following me and Jason at all on LinkedIn, you've actually seen that we've tried, we've tried Wirecast, we've tried Switcher Studio. Now we're with Social Live, like, and we're still playing with all of them to really find which one is the best. And shout out to all three of those companies because they do have they do have parts of it. Now with LinkedIn Live, there is not a single one of those. Um, and again, no bash to any any one of them, but there's not a single one of them that's perfect. Yep. They all have little bits and pieces that are cool. Like, hey, you can do it from mobile. Some of them you can't do from mobile. Some of them you have to do from from mobile specifically. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting into LinkedIn Live just know that it's not like Facebook. It is a whole different game, not only when it comes to technology, but when it actually comes to content as well. Like it's a very, you have to remember who your audience is. Your Facebook audience and your LinkedIn audience, very, very different. But before we even get into that, well, I mean, Jason, what are your, I mean, we've used a lot of different tools when it comes to LinkedIn Live, getting yeah. started with LinkedIn Live. What are, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so I personally use Wirecast for when I go live on LinkedIn just because I had it. And so uh, it was easy and I've used that before. And and, and that's one thing that, that, you know, that Josh hit on that everyone needs to understand. Like if you want to go live on LinkedIn, you have to want it, which we think is a good thing because, you know, marketers like us and the people that it just, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, it's all, it's any, it's easy for anyone to go live. They pick up their phone, they hit live and then talk about whatever. If you want to go live on LinkedIn, not only do you have to pay because these third party services cost money, but you need to do a setup. You need to have a little bit of, of, of technical aptitude yep. to get it done. Like I've seen Josh in here and even me going through and like trying to get everything like it. It, it's a pain, but I will say like, it, that's a good thing. I think totally. it's a good thing because then for the people that really do want to engage and create value on LinkedIn, like yourself, and, and I will agree, it's absolutely a crime that Chelsea does not have LinkedIn live because she's a, you know, a content queen and she does awesome on Instagram, awesome on Facebook. So LinkedIn, the only thing that you're doing is denying more audience on your platform. So get a Chelsea link. We'll have like a hashtag, uh, get Chelsea LinkedIn live. Um, but, but that's the thing is that like someone like Chelsea would absolutely crush on LinkedIn live, do valuable content. And she would actually take the time to do it. So we think it's a good thing, but you got to want it. You're going to have to use a third party service. We could get into the APIs and all that and everything that we figured out, but you may have it right now. That's the thing is that we figured out, we, we mentioned it, um, when we first started going live, I think we went live the day we figured out that we both had it. And I mentioned that you have to be on your desktop on LinkedIn. You have to look on, if you're looking at LinkedIn, it's on the left panel or you see a little red dot says you have LinkedIn live because you're not going to get a notification. You're not going to get an email. You're just going to get it one day. And, and when you figure, and when we, we did live and say, Hey, check, we had about three or four people that had it, didn't know it. And so, but, but, but they didn't go live because they realized they had to get Wirecast or, or Social Live or Switcher Studio or a couple other ones. 
and then realized they couldn't just go on their phone and, and they're, they're on their phone. Like, how do I go live? It's like, it doesn't work that way. No. So um, the, the one thing that I will say that, uh, you know, with going live and doing it is that um, it's a different world. We all know that LinkedIn is different. You know, Chelsea made the joke. It was one of those, I used to make that joke is that LinkedIn was the only thing that like check its pulse. It may be dead. It may not be, but they switched their, their, I will say it's behind Facebook. It's my second favorite channel to go on LinkedIn for thought leadership. Um, they're doing a lot of different things on there. So I, I'm, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. I actually was a consultant for a few months with, uh, for LinkedIn way back in the day before they really got going. Um, so just helping setting up their servers and whatnot. But, uh, you know, so I've been part of LinkedIn. I've been a, I was a free member in the beginning. And then when they went paid, I'm a, I've been a paid member for years. So, so really rec recommend going on the LinkedIn. But I, I will say like, it, you know, you got to want it. And, but, but the results are there. We have thousands of views on our videos, tens of thousands of views on our video. I want to say that one of Josh's had like 50,000. It's 95,000 views on that one. 95,000 views on that. Like in the, the engagement is there. The, the audience is there. Um, so if you, you know, if you have it, check it out I'd highly recommend getting it. And, and that's it, Chelsea. Like, and I know you want to speak to this, but this is something that we've seen the engagement on LinkedIn right now mm -hmm. is absolutely like, and I'm not just saying like, Hey, hurry and get on there and get all this engagement. But that like Jason talked about, I think people, they, it's LinkedIn has been in the background for so long and now that they're starting to change algorithms and people like you and I, most of us, LinkedIn was always just seen as that spam for like re recruiters. Like how many freaking messages have we got from recruiters? Like, Hey, Chelsea, how are you doing? How are things right. over at Fidelity? Like, are you ready yeah. to make a switch? And it was just like, Oh my hell. Yeah. And everybody's avoided it, but now they're starting to see. And I think LinkedIn finally caught up to this. I wanted to do a LinkedIn live and actually we should have done LinkedIn live and tagged freaking Chelsea and been like, LinkedIn, what the hell? You got to give Chelsea yeah. this. Like we're going to do that later. But when it comes to the engagement, it's, it's not just like we're seeing top executives of companies who are engaging with our posts that are commenting on our posts. And it's not just like Facebook where people watch in the background. I found with LinkedIn, people are much more apt to actually engage. Yep. And like, especially if you're putting out good content like you do. Yeah, it reminds me of Snapchat where we just, I just talked about this in another way that, you know, people have moved away from Snapchat. They're like, it's dead. I don't like it. No discovery, whatever but I still think that they earned the best engagement, like authentic, real conversations. Yep. I think Snapchat, you still get that even more so than Instagram. And people who are into LinkedIn are into LinkedIn and they're not just doing a lot of social drive-bys, which is what yep. I was just talking about, where you just like it and doing a, a reaction. People are actually trying. They want something to comment on. Yeah. So the people that are really into LinkedIn are actually starting conversations over there. So I will, I will say that I'm really enjoying LinkedIn myself and um, I've been using it really actively for probably the past year. And I've seen just such a massive shift and, and I agree with you. And what I like about LinkedIn, it, I consider it more of an amplification platform where it's just like going to a big networking event where you really see a lot of people's content that you don't know yet. So discoverability, I think is the best on LinkedIn because yeah, yeah. when I'm on Instagram or Facebook, I'm seeing people I follow. That's oh, yeah. what I see. But if you are connected to someone and you're talking to them and it's on your feed, I get to see them. So that's why I really enjoy LinkedIn. So before we go into um, a couple of other things and differences between Facebook Live, 
you mentioned that there were like three kind of main uh, tools that you could use. You said Switcher Studio, Social Live, and Wirecast. Um, I know all of those have, you know, a range of, of costs. Just tell me a little bit like of the range, like how much you think a month you're going to be paying for some sort of system. Um, and then, you know, just briefly walk through like, okay, I got the system. Now what do I do? So it, when it comes to costs, I want to make sure we're clear on them because they're very, very different in like the functionality of it, what you can actually do, layovers, where it can be broadcast to. So there's a very there's a substantial difference in actual price. Like Switcher Studios, if I remember right, you can get like one of their ba you can actually get a free Switcher account. Yeah. Um, I think it's only a 30 day trial. And then after that's like 49 bucks a month. Switcher is really cool. The, the, here's the biggest thing with switcher studio is you can only run it from a mobile device or from an iPad. You actually can't run it from a desktop at all. Um, it's on their long-term roadmap of adding it to a desktop, but you actually can't. Um, if you're using Wirecast, Wirecast, you can use a computer. What's your cost on Wirecast? It's like so $6.99 wire, a year, right? Yeah, like so, well, you actually don't, have to, you have to pay if you want to update it. That's right. But uh, it's, I want to say it's like $2.99 or $4.99 for Wirecast, but it's a one-time cost. Yep, and as long as it continues to like connect and you don't have to update, like for mine, I didn't update it until now and I've had it for like three, three, three and a half years, mm -hmm. but I was able to do everything I needed to do on it. But if you want to keep it updated, then I think it's like $99. Yeah per year to, to update, but like there's a one-time cost. I want to say it's like $4.99. I'm looking up some of the services. Just and so then be more social clear. live is the one that we really just are those. That's if you watched our last about four broadcasts, mm -hmm. that's what we've used. Social live is an investment, like truly investment for the majority of you listening. Um, it's probably something you're going to want to get into way down there. Somebody like you, Chelsea, it makes sense. What the, what's really cool about social live is you can broadcast to all of your platforms. So we're broadcasting on YouTube, Vimeo, LinkedIn, Facebook, and multiple Facebook channels. So, I mean, you can really like, if you're trying to reach out there, that's what it's designed for. I will admit it's a little bit clunky when it comes to designing like overlays and graphics and things like that. Like you actually have to, you have to have a little bit of editing experience because you can't, you can't just throw a graphic in there and change the size of it. You actually have to have an editing software that you actually have to change the size and then put the graphic in the overlay. So uh, I'm already sweating. Like you're talking. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we want. We want everybody to know, like Jason said, if you want to go on LinkedIn, like it's going to take some it. investment, some time and an actual financial investment out of all of them. I think to get started for everybody, I recommend Switcher Studio. Mm -hmm. I think Switcher Studio is probably the simplest, the easiest to get started with yeah. and the cheapest. Plus when it comes to graphics and overlays and things like that, easy throwing, easy edit. Social Live just, it steps it up. And for people like us who are considered, and I hate using the word influencers, but influencers or we have shows and podcasts, Social Live is definitely the one. But I didn't talk about the investment. It's a 500 a month, like 500 bucks a month to be invested. So you really have to want it. You have to have a, a very big audience on all these different channels. But ultimately, like I said, it pays off. For somebody like you or who is on all these channels, it does make sense for an investment like that. I will tell you real quick though, if you uh, if you mention Shred Media when if you're using Social Live, you'll actually get 
if instead of 500 bucks a month, it's 249 a month. We don't wow. get anything for that. Yeah, we no just, that's, yeah, no affiliate, no nothing like that. Just, we are one of their partners. They're rolling out some stuff with us because we're, we're trying it for them. So if you mentioned Shred, it's half off for your social wow. live account. Yeah, and that's one of five. So we mentioned Wirecast, Switcher Studio, which is iOS only. So sorry, Android users, buy an iPhone. Cause let's, let's be real. That's where everything comes out first, right? Social live restream.io and wowza and there's a couple i want to say there's two of those that have like a free personal use license on there so you don't have to pay if anything they have a free trial um but like josh said it it you gotta want it like it, it, it there is an investment in it that's it's kind of thing but when we first started there was only three options now there's five so more and more things will go eventually some people will have some some free options and some other things to, to, to go about. But that, that, you know, right now, Wirecast, Switcher Studio, Social Live, Restream.io, and Wowza, we've done everything except Wowza. We've tried every service. Um, again, I use Wirecast personally, but uh, really like Social Live and Switcher Studio. Actually, my very first live, because I wanted to do it mobile, was on Switcher Studio. Yeah. Awesome. And I know there's a lot of YouTube videos out there on sort of like how to Oh yeah. And that's, and that's a thing I will say right now, for those of you Googling, cause I was just doing it, trying to find that one article that had the broadcasting tools, a major, anything that was written before May of 2019 about everything you need to know about LinkedIn live is a hundred percent wrong. Irrelevant. A hundred percent wrong. So I was reading through some of these articles. Well, I'm like, like, well, that's somebody, I don't know who needs to redo a new content. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're like, oh, you just go. And they actually had screenshots of the phone. You just go like, nah, it doesn't work that way. Like a lot of that is wrong. And so uh, I was just looking at some articles this morning about it because I was like, I was trying to find some stuff. And then even as we were talking, I was trying to find these tools. And I was like, well, that's not, I was like, oh, well, does it have it? No. And it's like, oh, you just go live native. No, you don't. Like it's, it's, there's a lot of bad. Well, I mean, it's not their fault. They didn't know they were going off of what they thought. And, but yeah. So here's the crazy thing too. And we actually talked to LinkedIn they have no plans in the future of actually being able to host it live natively. Yeah. I did I hear that. And I yeah, did they, hear that. They don't, that is not even on the roadmap for them. So if you're thinking like, oh, I'm just going to wait till you can do like, it's going to be simpler. It's not going to happen. And I 100% agree with Jason, which is a good thing for most people. You have to be, if you really want to attract an audience and you really want to build your brand, you have to be willing to work for it. And that's why I appreciate what LinkedIn is doing because it is going to, it's going to separate the top. I mean, we always talk about the, you know, the 90, 10 or the 80 20 rule this is really going to separate that top 10 percent who really want to grow their audience who really want to grow their brand using linkedin because it's going to take a little bit of a buy-in so mm -hmm. i think this this just really gives people like us who are wanting to put out content and who really want to help ben and benefit the industries just going to help us like you you mentioned this chelsea it's just going to help really that target audience that we have, we're going to be able to nail, like really be able to provide valuable stuff for them. Yeah. And unlike Facebook, LinkedIn actually has helpful articles and how to's yep. on how yes, to do that. It's stuff. true. <laughs> and probably some customer service because my, you know, they email do. Facebook have just gone, I don't know where, but. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll, I'll shout out to LinkedIn anytime because I, I have a premium member. So I pay whatever it is, 49 bucks a month, yep. or 59 bucks a month to be a premium well. member. Yep. Whenever I've had a question or a problem and I've reached out to LinkedIn, they've always got back to me yep. within hours. Like it's not like Facebook where literally I'm still Facebook. <laughs> I still can't change my and you guys won't get back to me. This is ridiculous. Right, exactly. But LinkedIn's awesome. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and then just so, is there a place on the website? I don't even remember where I applied. I had a link from it somewhere, but is it on LinkedIn or? If you just Google LinkedIn live application, because okay. I just did it as I was, as we were talking, it's the first thing that pops up. Okay, so, I'm gonna put that in our show oh, too. You have to like, it's going to ask you some questions. Like you can't just put like, your yes. name, email. <laughs> yeah. like you actually have to have a video being able to demonstrate that you've done a live video. So you have to have a Facebook or a YouTube or another video. So again, if you're applying for it, like this isn't just a simple, like, Hey, please pick me. It's like, Hey, you again, goes back to, you have to want this. And I would recommend providing a video that is a good demonstration of you doing a live. If you just provide a, a random video or a they watched it like they I, I know they watched that video because LinkedIn actually commented on my Facebook post that I sent them. Hmm, interesting. I did send them a Facebook uh, live. I did too. So interesting. Yeah, I'll have to. I'm going to send another application in and be like, do you know that I know Jason and Josh? Hello. <laughs> Just say Hi. Jason. If you say Josh, like that guy bugged that crap you, out you, of us. You know so. what What we could do, honestly, is we'll, because we're, like like Josh said, like we're partnering with uh, Social Live because we're <laughs> doing some stuff launching with them. Uh, they, they obviously have a, a good tie-in with LinkedIn and, you know, because you know, they have to deal with LinkedIn on their APIs and all that other good stuff. So we'll ask them, like, hey, is there like, you guys have like an internal contact that we could like just mention something to, but we'll, we'll get out, we'll get out the, the, the bullhorn and start getting right, the, the I love it. free yeah. Chelsea chat. Hashtag <laughs> and we'll get you on LinkedIn. Free Chelsea, free Chelsea. <laughs> free Chelsea. Oh, I love it. Okay. So let's talk about content and, and I want to kick this off because I've been playing with content on LinkedIn. I've been playing with different formats. I've been playing with all sorts of things just to see what works. And I know kind of what works for some people maybe doesn't work as well for other people. I have found, and this is what I, I'm really interested about this particular live thing, because on Facebook, I find, you know, my lives do really well. Obviously, I do very ed educational content. And then I do either that or very short, like vertical story formatted videos. And I will tell you, the ones, and this is so funny, you're gonna laugh because I've actually thought about this. I go, what if I take a really quick short video and I'm walking and it looks like I'm like actually like, you know, not like kind of really sitting down to look yep. at the camera and make content. I gotta tell you when I do like the 15 second clips where the camera's moving and I'm just sort of like walking and talking, that seems to get a lot more traction and comments and LinkedIn than when I'm sitting like I normally am you know, talking to the camera, even if I do the same length and vertical video. So it's almost like the raw piece of it is so different than what other people are doing in LinkedIn. So I'm kind of like, I don't know, is that kind of where it's going right now? If I sit in front of my desk, like I normally do for my live videos on LinkedIn, when I get it, is that going to be, I don't know. So I'm just curious what your take is on the the kind of content and our people you know obviously they're pushing it in the algorithm so you're getting a lot of views um yeah. but i'm just curious like what your thoughts are on the content side of well, it i think it validates and we're both big fans of dennis you i think it validates a lot of what dennis you says about the vertical video is that being more real and authentic as opposed to sitting behind a desk doing stuff horizontally so i would agree i think it validates that i agree 100 percent. it doesn't surprise me that those i will say for me my videos probably other than the live ones and some of the things that i've done they they generally get the least amount of views for me it's my long form text content mm -hmm. on linkedin that crushes it 
I'll yeah. regularly get up to 20, 25,000 views on, on a lot of those posts and mm -hmm. my articles and stuff. But on, and then, you know, and just so you know, like, and you can, there's a lot of LinkedIn experts out there or whatever, but for most that I see, just so you know, like an average, like, or I'd say an average to above average view count on a, to know that if a LinkedIn, and obviously it, it goes with how many followers you have and whatnot, but uh, for LinkedIn, like if, if, like if you're getting like 100 to 150, that's about at mid-tier average. If you get anything above 150 views, you're doing a great job, right? So just that's everyone needs to understand. Now, obviously, the more views, the better. But everyone goes like, well, I only got 150 views on that. That's actually really good. Like, so don't, don't, don't worry a, a lot about that. But for me personally, like the video isn't the, the best thing. Long form content is the best thing. Mm -hmm. Chelsea, I'm, I'm with you. Like my video, like my shorter video, I found um, people don't like it. I think I definitely from what I've seen, because I've been playing with a lot like images and video on LinkedIn. Like if you've noticed, like some people say you can't post the same thing on Instagram that you can on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm actually disagreeing with that right now. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I I've made some of my same posts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've taken some of my same posts from Instagram and thrown them in just to try. Like, because people are like, yeah. and that's just the thing is, whatever you hear from us, like, be willing to try a few things. Like, I'm, I'm willing to go against the grain and try something different. Some of my posts that I tried from now, you can't just you can't treat it as Instagram. LinkedIn is not a a, a picture platform. It's not right. pretty. Like, like you said, it's not the fake. I found, and I've been very choosy on which posts from Instagram. Right. It's the very, the very transparent, yeah. the very authentic. I, we don't love right. the word, but people are they're engaging with that. So again, this post that I, I'm talking about that has almost 100,000 views. It's a picture of my dad standing on the street corner. That was from like from Instagram. That thing had, like I said, it's got 100,000 views, almost 100,000 views. It's got like 2,900 engagements. It's got well over like 450 comments, and and that was a simple picture. And, but I put some long form in it. I actually had an explanation. Yeah. My videos that I'm finding are, I'm, that are under about, I found this to be the magic number with LinkedIn, two minutes and 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. If it's over two minutes and 30 seconds, people, yeah. you're real. I mean, we all know, like, I'm the worst. Everybody knows I have ADD. I have, like, the worst attention span in the world. But two minutes and 30 seconds, I found that people are willing to actually watch for that long. If they see it's much longer than that, they, they trail off. And Gary Vaynerchuk is another great person. Like if you really want to see somebody who's, who's put a lot of effort and a lot of focus on LinkedIn, Gary, you, you got his book in the background. Um, his, his form is very interesting. Like he does a lot of his, his, his trend or his raw content. He's, that's a lot of what he's posting and it works really well. I agree with you, Chelsea. I don't think the sitting behind the desk, like you're doing now, that's not the content that LinkedIn wants. And I honestly think you're, your people behind the scenes who are watching all this video, the algorithms, if you will, those are the ones that they're, they don't want this. They don't want it to be Facebook. They don't want it yeah. to be even like put in that same realm. They're really keeping an eye on those who are trying to put out different, but still at the same time, valuable content. So I agree the walking 15, 20 second. Yeah. Um, I think those are good. Yeah. The 15 second vertical, like I just shoot it in Instagram stories and I just save it, download it, upload it into LinkedIn. And then I do long form copy like you guys. I'm that is for me, at least right now, my magic formula, vertical video, 15 second, like not sitting anywhere, like walking and making it like real authentic and then putting in like a very detailed um, explanation of everything.
And that's, that's something like I'm everybody knows, like I'm a terrible writer. Like I hate writing. Um, and that's where Jason is really, really good at. Like Jason's long form is like, he crushes it on that. That's why I do a ton of video. And I tell everybody, you, you make sure you play to your strengths. I've tried to be better at long form. Like I, I overthink when I write and people keep telling you like, you should write a book. And I'm like, there's not a chance. Like <laughs> I, I, uh, I am so, I am overcritical. I just couldn't do it, yeah. but do what, do what you're really, really good at. Chelsea, you're good at both as well. Like you can do the short video and you can do the long form. So, and Jason is too. Jason does both very, very well, but me, like you'll see, I don't do, you'll maybe once a week, maybe of that, I'll do like a long form content. Mm -hmm. And Chelsea, I love how you say you got to mix it up a little bit. Try a few things yep. here and there. Uh, really pick something that you're good at though you're going to stay consistent with though that's the biggest thing is don't try one or two things for a couple of days just because you you mentioned this earlier chelsea just because maybe it only gets one or two likes one day a similar post right. won't get two or three hundred likes right. later in the week exactly um you know we could get into algorithms and all that so, we're not going to get into it and i find too that linkedin and you guys tell me if you think so as well because we're we're on all the socials all the time and i find that like facebook and, and instagram it's kind of like if you you kind of know it's going to go a little bit farther if you get that initial engagement i find on linkedin i don't it, it's longer like i'm like there's something wrong like yep. why isn't anyone you know engaging and then three days later yep, yep. i see it kind of gets a life so yeah if you guys are used to facebook and instagram just keep going because it's a little bit different over there and you know one of my really dear friends and a linkedin expert judy fox who i've had on the show um she just gave me such a great piece of advice that i now employ on every social media platform but when we talk about writing copy um and so i think jason's so good at, at his long-form copy and this is really hard for me is to write your copy and remove the word i because when people are reading it subconsciously they're probably not going to share your content because it's in their mind, it's you. They're, you're talking yep. about your story. Like, I went to da da da. I learned da 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 da. So, write it out like you normally would without any thought, and then go back and rewrite it and take out anything that says the word I and really make it sort of like the person's reading it story. So, um, yeah. simple tip that is That's really good. hard to do that has changed my engagement on all the platforms from Facebook, it's really heavily Instagram. Um, and LinkedIn. So um, she's a great follow. Judy Fox, just like the, uh, just like the, the animal you can find her on LinkedIn. Um, so, okay. So we talked about where you can apply. We talked about the tools. We talked a little bit about the content. Um, what else do you want to mention sort of about LinkedIn live and, and all of that? I want to go back to what you mentioned just a second ago, Chelsea, is LinkedIn especially, and I was actually reading a blog about this, and apparently the guy, I, I need to see if I can actually find it again. Uh, there was a guy on Reddit who was actually talking about LinkedIn Live, and supposedly he's like one of their data analysts for LinkedIn Live, and they were talking about exactly what we talked about is, you'll post on LinkedIn and you'll get very little engagement in the very, very beginning, but that's part of their algorithm. They're actually, they're again, they're actually, they have people that are watching content that is, that's going out on LinkedIn, and if it actually is like, hey, that was a good post, right. according to their, their industry that they're in, like they're putting a lot of thought, like LinkedIn is doing a really good job with that right now. So he was even saying on this, this Reddit, on this forum was like, Hey, we're looking at it. And if we actually notice that it's, even though it only has a couple hundred people looking at yes. it, yeah. like they're there, it's going to get out your algorithm. It's going to pick up. And that's what I've been, I've seen posts of mine where I literally had like a hundred views the first day and I get all upset and then I'll log back on 24 hours later and I'll look at the same post 
and it's got a couple thousand views. And I'm like, whoa, what, like, what yeah. changed all of a sudden? So right. especially with LinkedIn, don't overanalyze because I'm, I'm with you. Like on Instagram, when I post something, I'm checking like a couple hours later. I'm like, yeah, I got 300 yeah. likes on that one. Like, right. oh, it's getting traction. LinkedIn right. is completely, and it I think is. all of us, especially if you're using multiple platforms, you need to, again, you need to treat them differently. They're all very different platforms. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't overanalyze, don't overthink the numbers, especially if, if you get started with LinkedIn. And again, I definitely encourage you to, because as we talked about earlier in this, it's the early adopters. It's the ones who are willing to actually go that extra mile, who it's, uh, it's gonna do pay dividends to your brand, to everything you're doing, to the voice, everything you're creating. So that's, that's what I'd like to throw in there with what you said, Chelsea. So I'm writing a note right here because I want to come back to Reddit, even though it's completely off our topic, but like, I don't get Reddit, but I, there's so many cool things on it. So maybe we'll come back and talk about that for one second, but yeah. before we do, um, I'm going to pass this question over to Frazier because I know he's very passionate about this one. Um, what kind of content should you not be posting as a real estate or mortgage professional on LinkedIn? Well, it's, it's tough, right? So obviously <laughs> my list out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's Can I see my listings and my open houses. Absolutely. Post as many of those as possible. Yeah, so yeah, if you're an agent or loan officer, all you need to be doing is posting flyers. That's it. hundred percent. Nothing else. Don't engage. Yeah. So what you shouldn't be doing, and I think this goes actually to your point, Chelsea, about removing the letter I, you need to be, po you're posting, what I see at least, is you're posting too much content about yourself, mm -hmm. right? You're always selling yourself, right? And yes, in this business, you are the product, right? As an agent or a loan officer, yes, your company comes along with it, but you're the face, right? So is what they shouldn't be posting out is only information about what they do, who they are and their product, right? Selling a house, mortgage terms and stuff like that. What they need to be posting about. And in fact, um, I'll mention this because, uh, you know, a loan officer that I've been working with um, is having great engagement. Her, her talk, she's been posting stuff about this mortgage rate, stuff like that. Right now she is crushing it because we, because we worked together and I had her create a blog post that was community specific that was interest-based to consumers as a whole, regardless of whether they're homeowners or potential homeowners, renters or whatever, right? It, about six places where kids eat free in her local market. And it is just blowing up right now. She has, I forget, she, she sent me the stuff. She had like 17 shares on it or whatever it was. Like it was crazy, a ton of engagement, comments, and it's just on her business page, all organic, no paid, yeah. right? And so it just goes to show you that the content that you need to be, uh, that you need to be posting is focused on the consumer in your market, no matter what that happens to be, right. whether it's best places to eat, places to take your kids, things as a mother, a father, things as uh, you know, a son, a daughter, things that people actually care about and do and interact with and have interest in, in your local area, not about, yes, you have to sprinkle in a listing or some other stuff. Yes, you wanna throw some self-promotional stuff, but that needs to be at the very tail end. You right. need to be posting content that people actually care about. And let's and like, let's look, not, not everyone in your database is going to be doing what you want them to do as far as the transaction. They're not gonna be buying a house every year. I mean, it's gonna be 95% of your database isn't gonna be doing jack squat in that area this year, right? So you need to be focused on what they care about every single day. And they're not gonna be buying a house every day. They're not gonna be, you know, they're not gonna be in that funnel. So you can't be completely always talking about mortgage rates. You can't right. always be talking about a certain loan programs. You can't always be talking about listings or buying a house and all that stuff. That's educational that needs to come 
but you need to have their attention first. And to do that, you need to be producing interest-based content, focusing on, and guess what? There's no competition in your area. There is very little to no, like when she's doing this, there's no, no other lender in her neighbor, in her area right now that is doing the type of content she's doing it. So you'll absolutely stand out doing that. Well, you know, what's funny too, is um, a, a friend of mine who I've met through LinkedIn, um, Barry Wolf, he's in commercial real estate. And, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I don't have a very fun industry, so yeah. I can't be fun. But, you know, he's been working on his content. We talk about this a lot. And it's been really cool to see this sort of journey of it. And the other day, uh, he posted, um, again, not about one of his buildings, not about, you know, one of his lease option, you know, what have you. He actually said, I want to give back to the community he's in. And I would assume that he was either trying to get this as a client or maybe it was a client. But anybody who commented, he bought them a 7-Eleven Slurpee. And he had this whole thing. And so many people... I don't even have 7-Elevens here. And I was commenting, I was like, darn it, I don't have one here, but I would have gotten one. And he knows that because he watches my Instagram stories. He said, oh my gosh, your son would love it. I'm yeah. like, I know. So it was like a whole thing, but you know, people often feel, oh, well, that's not commercial real estate. Like, I, how do you know? Like 7-Eleven could be your new lease uh, partner or yeah. you could be, you know, so it's, it's about the community giving back, getting out there, getting engagements and talking and not just about here's my box and here's my listings and I need to get these out and promote them and that's what I'm doing. In fact, I'm working on a content piece right now to give examples and I'm, I'm gonna make them up because I wouldn't want to make anyone feel bad, but I mean, we've all done this where you have the picture of you, you know, when we're at the conference and we're like, hey, look at me, I'm with Jason and Josh and we're here at this conference and it's fire okay, well, who cares? Like, tell me what you learned. Like, I don't care that you're at a conference, but we think like, oh, I posted something. But again, we're thinking about it from our perspective. Instead of we could have gone live, the three of us, and each given one top takeaway for those people who are watching. So they got some value out of it. So it's not that that's a bad post, but you can take that post and make it better by kind of, you know, moving, moving that, shifting that perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. And and everyone needs to understand that consumers, by and large, don't care about what you care about. Consumers only care. Wait, I know it's what? surprising, right? Oh consumers God. only care about themselves. <laughs> Dale, and I actually just wrote this in a, in, a, in, a, in a LinkedIn post that's doing very well about that consumers only care about themselves morning, noon, and after dinner. That's all they care about. They don't care about you. They care about me. And right. by me, I mean the consumer, right? And so that's what everyone needs to understand is that the content you need to put out there it can't be for you it's got to be for them it's got to grab their interest everything you just said is right on point because it's based off of the community and, and back to what you said before about take the eyes out it's got to be you you've got to be speaking to them educate and value absolutely but it's got to be about stuff that consumers care about and and the thing that every if you're running a mortgage company or you're a loan officer or a real estate agent brokerage i hear this i still hear this today and i i, I get it i still understand it but you need to remove the question, what does that have to do with real estate? What does that have to do with selling mortgages? Nothing. All you need to care about is attention and that they're on your website, they're on your Facebook page, they're on your Instagram profile, they're watching your Instagram stories, they're on your LinkedIn. That is all you need to care about. Everything else will take care of itself. You right. just need their attention. Right. Yep. I love that. I mean, that right there is amazing. I love that. I tell people that all the time and, I, and, I, and they say, 
I don't like watching live videos. I'm like, I don't care if people don't watch your live videos. All I care about is them seeing your face yep. when they're opening up the feed where they're spending hours a day. It's <laughs> exactly. on the highway and guess what? I'm not going to my mailbox except for once every two weeks. So your thank you note, which I appreciate that's handwritten, <laughs> I barely see it. But guess where yep. I spend my time every single day? Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. So who cares if they're watching your live video? I, they see your face. That's what we yep, care yep. about. <laughs> and I think just to add to, I mean, both of what you guys have said, that's, I literally had a loan officer uh, message me last night on Facebook and via messenger saying, dude, you guys are in front of so many LOs. How do I get in front of more LOs? And I'm like, that's not your audience, dude. Like, why would you ever want to be in front of the problem with influencers these days in real estate and in mortgage, they're thinking like, how do I, how do I impact the industry? Honestly, like, and I, this is, this is my, I don't know how many people are going to hear this, but who gives a damn about like, you got to think about your audience. You're not trying to sell to me, like Jason and I, and you, Chelsea, our audience is you as a loan officer, as a real estate agent, as a title person. That's who we're talking to. Mm -hmm. You, if you sell real estate, if you are a mortgage advisor, you're not selling to them. Stop trying to provide content and produce content to that audience. Consumers. Yeah. That's what your message should be focused on. Cause if not, you've missed the ball and you've been spending way too much freaking time. Like you really, then you really have to focus on content and then content becomes a job. And as we all know, it does become a job. And if it, if it starts becoming a job, 99.9% .9 of people are like, this is hard. This is difficult. I don't want to do this anymore. So your audience, like Jason and you couldn't, Chelsea couldn't hit it better on the head has to be very directed to your audience and people, Chelsea probably does. Chelsea's probably, and I don't mean this just because she's, she has us on the show on the podcast, but Chelsea has just this perfectly organic, like with her son and her interactions, like all she does, like people just, they love Chelsea. They love that. Like, do you feel like you're part of your life? So right. that's really, and that connects with the consumer. Like people yeah. connect with that. So anyway, that's, that's my two cents on it. So. I love it. That was really good. Like, I didn't even think we were going to go there, but man, like, I feel like the whole show, like hopefully everybody stuck around for the whole thing. The last like five minutes was like, <laughs> was like even more epic than what we started talking about. So where can everybody find you guys? Because they should be following you. I mean, especially on LinkedIn, but on all the socials. So where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find Shred Media at Shred Media Co. on LinkedIn. Both Jason and I have. So Josh Pitts Live, that's all my channels. Josh Pitts Live on LinkedIn, Josh Pitts Live on Insta, Josh Pitts Live on Facebook. That's all mine. So if you search Josh Pitts Live, that's where you'll find me. Yeah, so Facebook, just, you know, if you do go Jason Frazier, you'll see my Facebook page um, on Instagram, which I don't really spend a lot of time, as you know, very much. I, I mostly on the Shred Media Co. Instagram page, but also the Snarky Marketer on uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, same thing. Uh, Jason Frazier, Shred Media. If you Google it or just type it in any of the socials, you'll see Josh or I pop up. Yep. Yay, so exciting. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I'll definitely drop all of your content and your information, your links in the show notes. So until next time, everyone, thanks for joining. Don't forget to grab your free Instagram bio audit. All you have to do is connect with me on Insta, send me a DM, let me know you came from the show and you want your free bio audit and I'll be happy to send it your way. Thanks guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.